Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. On today's show, we ask the questions, should we be doing anything different with our 401ks now that the country is in a recession? Maybe we've got some suggestions when we come right back. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome out, everybody. Financial Safari is the program. Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day, president of Frisbee and Associates. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, so, uh, Kevin, hey, how are you? Hey, great, Steve. How are you this weekend? Very, very well, man. We're looking at summer and, and uh, you know, they had the Independence Day a week ago, and now everything is feeling summer. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, summer's short here in Maine, so we try to <laughs> try to take in as much as we can while it's nice. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so it's it's all good. I, one of my favorite seasons. A lot going on. A lot of people uh, darting in and out with activities. Different this year, though. I mean, I, I get a different feel uh, this year because of COVID, obviously, and people doing the staycations more than traveling abroad. And um, and that's not such a bad thing. I mean, I, I'm finding that people are spending more time at home, closer to their family, and right. uh, and doing things around. And there's nothing wrong with keeping those dollars local. That's that's it. I mean, you know what? We need, our local main businesses need um, the local travel uh, tourists, the people staying home and spending money because we we basically kept people away from out of state for the most part. I mean, still travel is coming through, but, you know, there's a, a record cancellation of hotel stays sure. and resort stays here in, in Maine. And uh, it's too bad because it's going to take a long time for our businesses to recover, if ever. Some of them aren't going to recover and, and will never come back. But but again, it, it's nice to see some people getting out there, spending a little bit of money, doing some activities, and uh, and, and doing the best they can with, with their time here in our in our short summer season. Exactly. And so as we as we look at this, we talk about spending money, and then, you know, obviously retirement, we got to save money. And yeah, we are in a recession, officially, and every other way. And we look at our 401ks and the balance may be not what we thought it was. What can we do, Kevin, with a 401k to, to sort of make sure it stays where it needs to be? Well, first thing, you know, it depends on how close you are to retirement, Steve. Uh, when people have a 401k, when we talk 401ks, if you're listening to the show today, you know, that could be a 403b if you work in a hospital, municipality, could be a 457 um, could be a TSP if you're a federal worker. Uh, so anyway, when we talk 401ks, we're really talking in general about all of these type of accounts that's employer-sponsored plans. Um, best thing to do is if, you're, if you've got a ways to retirement, meaning more than 10 years, you probably ought to be ratcheting up your contributions, increasing your contributions, because again, we're going to have volatility in the markets. We're going to have uh, periodic pullbacks. And if you're contributing more, 
uh, you're going to be buying shares on sale. And then again, if you've got a long time in front of you, 10, 10 or more years, you're, you're going to thank yourself for doing that down the road because you're going to obviously um, have a higher balance of, of saved up money. If you're within 10 years and closer to retirement, five, let's say six, seven years, you probably ought to be taking a more cautious approach, uh, maybe looking at the risk level you have, looking at your diversification, what kind of funds you have your monies in, is it the best place for you at this time in your life? Um, and are you putting enough in? Have you saved enough money in your 401k? It's always a big question, Steve. People say to me all the time, and they come in and take advantage of the consultation, I don't know, Kev, have I saved, a, you know, have I saved enough? How, do, how does it look to you? And that's a, that's a question we get all the time. And so the answer is I don't know yet because everybody's got a different story. And meaning when we lay out a plan for people and, and to answer that, let's figure out what your budget is on a monthly basis. How much does it cost to live? And then how much do you have for Social Security, mainstay retirement, maybe a pension as far as a fixed income? And then what is the gap between your budget need, lifestyle, and then your fixed incomes? And then that will help us determine how much money you need saved up in some of these retirement accounts to be able to maintain lifestyle forever and a day. When you talk about uh, that asset allocation, for example, in a 401k, most of us, we can go to Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or wherever, that, how, wherever it lives and look at it. And, and most people will go, uh, okay, now what? <laughs> but you yeah, can right. actually help us, can't you? Well, that's the thing. So if, if you've got a, a retirement account at work and you can go online, like you just mentioned, and see what's going on and see what you have for investments. And yes, you can go reallocate, but most people don't know what they're looking at or, or not necessarily exactly. what they're looking at, but most people don't know how to allocate properly based on what they're trying to do because they're not professional advisors. Uh, that's what we are here for, really, to, to kind of lean in and say, hey, you ought to look at, you know, these options that you have, maybe, maybe you know, break it up this way based on your situation, based on, again, all the things we talk about. So, and here's the other thing. You can call up 1-800-ADVISOR at any of those firms you just mentioned, and they don't know you. They don't know, they know how much money you have in your account, and they can ask you a few questions over the phone, but you're not going to get a, a, a tailored recommended uh, plan uh, based on, uh, uh, you know, having a, a short conversation on the phone. We like the personalization of our planning, Steve, where people come in, we get to know them, we get to know their families, we get to know a lot of stuff about them, and then can kind of tailor recommendations and advice around what they have in, in that holistic plan, if, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So again, it's not a cookie cutter thing. Again, you're going to get some advice from people on the, with the 800 advisor, you know, with, with some of those firms, but you're not going to get it maybe specific to, you know, best, best put you in the best spot. Sure. Well, and again, if you want to call Kevin, uh, 800-998-5649, that can get you started on the right path. And uh, so right now, people, I know I've had a couple of friends say, well, hey, my company stopped matching my 401k. It's like, so, you know, boo-hoo, and, and they're not going to contribute. That really is the wrong approach, isn't it? I think so. So it, it could change the approach. Maybe not necessarily the wrong approach, okay. Steve. So if somebody, and I've heard this a lot lately, with companies have, because of COVID and the slowdown of business, have cut the matching monies on the, the retirement account through work. So if that's the case, and you say, just like you said, hey, yeah, I'm not going to put money in because I'm not going to get a match. Well, you should still be putting money away. And that means that maybe now we could really help you in looking, setting up a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA that you can contribute to. Because now, if they're not going to match at the workplace, 
then my question would be, well, why would you put money there when we can have and, and set you up with some really good options with a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA in a tactical managed account? The difference is, though, you're limited to, number one, how, mu how much your earnings are, whether you can qualify to put into Roths or IRAs outside of your workplace, and two, how much you can contribute. So the benefit of having the workplace plan is you can contribute a lot more money than you can with a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. So it will it will depend, I guess, on how much you want to put away. And if you're going to put on under the amount that you're allowed, let's say you're above 50 years old, you're allowed to put $7,000 a year or up to $7,000 a year. Right. If you're not going to put more than that anyway in your workplace uh, 401k plan, that, that you really ought to come in and talk to us. And let's let's look at some some great options we can help you with with a tactical managed retirement account. So if you're over 59 and a half and you got a 401k, you can do the non-hardship with, explain what that is and, and why that's important to know. Yeah, that's a big deal. I, I, if I had to put, put a percentage on it, Steve, I would say probably 80% of all the business we do here at Frisbee Associates is people that are still working. They've, they've reached and attained the age of at least 59 and a half years old. That's the IRS rule that says you're now allowed to look at rolling over without having a hardship, rolling over your retirement account through work to, a, to an outside IRA. And what happens is they're still working, they're still contributing, let's say. It does not change anything that goes on with their, their current 401k plan or retirement account at work. All they have the ability to do is take and, and zero out the balance, roll it over to an outside IRA, zero taxes. Uh, then again, we can, we can lay out a plan and say, all right, here's how we, help you, we can help you manage money on a tactical basis. Here's the difference in the fee structure. Here's the difference in the in the return potential. Here's the difference in the risk management. And then again, you you I want people to continue to contribute to their 401k while they're still working. And then when they finally get done, uh, they can roll over whatever the balance is in the 401k. So it won't change anything you're doing at work, uh, of as far as contributing and getting the match money. If you're still getting the match money, you still will do that out of your paycheck. But then you can have a, a much better choices outside in a traditional IRA. Well, and that prompts what a potentially a Roth conversion strategy as well. Well, then it opens that that conversation that we will have with people saying, "All right, here's how much you have for IRA pre-taxed money that you put away. How, we're going to ask you what your income le uh, level is based on your household income, and then we're going to pull out a tax chart that I carry around with me in every single meeting, and I'm going to say, "All right, here's what you have the ability to convert. What does that mean to convert? What's the benefit of converting? What are the tax consequences?" consequences of converting a certain amount of money every year to get that into a never taxed state. Again, it, it, there's a lot of things we can talk about when we when we sit with people and help them look outside of the 401k. And again, if you're 59 and a half years old or or higher in age, you ought to be given a call just to have this conversation alone. Talk about rolling over and Roth conversions and if, if some of that fits you or not. And, and again, it starts with that phone call, folks. In fact, uh, Kevin, why don't we just invite folks to call right now, get on your calendar, and we can have that conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions, and they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs, and they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. 
This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, there it is, your chance to sit down and begin to put together that financial roadmap once and for all. Let Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates translate a lot of complex financial world, answer all of your questions, make things easier to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review, and it does start with a phone call, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review showing you where you stand today, yes, but most importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide that you can refer to that will help get you to where you need to be and really where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Are you and your spouse on the same page when it comes to retirement planning? You might be surprised with the answer when we come back some retirement planning tips for couples. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. If your employer offers a match of your 401k contribution, Be sure to at least contribute enough to qualify for 100% of that matching contribution. For example, an employer may offer to match 100% of your 401k contribution up to 5% of your income. Suppose your income is $100,000. 5% of that is, of course, $5,000. In this scenario, you would be giving up $5,000 a year of free money if you don't contribute to your 401k to get that match. A Roth 401k is funded with after-tax income, and this is becoming a popular option as companies begin offering them. But whichever you choose, a Roth or a traditional 401k, find out how much your employer will match and be sure you don't leave money on the table by not putting in enough to qualify for the 100% match. If your boss called you into his office and offered a tax-free raise, what would you say? No? When you ignore the company match, you are essentially turning down a tax-free raise. It's free money. No matter what, you need to contribute enough to get the full company match. This is the bare minimum. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Financial Safari is the program. Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin is president of Frisbee and Associates. He is a fiduciary and uh, so much more. And, um, 
Oh yeah, author of Every Dime Every Day. Well, yeah, of course. So this is a so this is a topic I really like because uh, you have said over the years that we've recorded this show, Kevin, about couples and and the <laughs> the looks on their faces yeah, in that initial meeting. I mean, it, it it's got to be it, it's got to be interesting just from a a, a human standpoint. I, it it totally is. I'm 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 grinning when you you're saying that because I I just can recall conversation after conversation that I have with people continuously. Uh, whether they're married and they're together in, in my office or whether they're married and not together in my office, sometimes that's the case as well. And it's, it's hilarious. You know, I never thought when I was uh, looking to be a financial advisor, I really had a desire to help people with their money, but I never knew what it was going to entail as, as far as a marriage counselor. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, Steve, it's, 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 it's part of the package. It's part of the deal. And you got to understand from my vantage point, I'm really trying to help them on the financial part, but you got to make sure that they're running in the same direction or, or, or at least moving in, in a similar direction. And sometimes that's not always the case. So kind of part of my goal is to you know, corral them and say, all right, you both have differences. That's fine. That's, that's normal. How do we make you move that energy in a similar direction? It doesn't have to be in exactly the same page. And I'd, I say all the time, I'd love to be a fly in the wall in the car. Uh, when they leave the office, or I'd love to be a fly in the wall in their home when I leave their kitchen and and listen to some of the conversations. Because part of my job as an advisor, whether they're on the same page or not, is to stir up questions. I want to bring up a lot of different things that kind of could come up as you, you don't want to be surprised when you come into retirement with something that you hadn't thought about. So my job is to ask a lot of questions and get people thinking about all the possibilities. And then then you can put a plan together knowing what the potential risks are. Lance Gilman, one of our advisors here at Frisbee Associates, he's a retired lieutenant colonel, and he was a he was a, a strategist, a military strategist. And he says it best. He says, you know, my job as a strategist for the military was assess the risk. Before you can go on the offense, you have to figure out defensively what the risks are. And it's the same thing in in the financial realm is what what how do we assess the, the potential risks that could come up? And then we put a plan on the offense to 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 take care of any of those risks that might come up. And that becomes uh, really the, that whole working strategy of, of a couple. And, and there's so many subtleties that that can help dictate which direction things go. I mean, and I mean I've had this conversation with my wife, and we've been together a long time, and, and I was surprised that we weren't necessarily thinking the same way when it comes to retirement. Dealing with money uh, matters in the household is the biggest cause for divorce in the United States, one of the biggest causes for divorce in the United States. And it's partly because they're not openly having conversations from the beginning. I mean, before you even get married, I, I think it's a great idea for people to almost be mandated to go through a financial counseling course, uh, you know, before uh, somebody has a wedding, just to just to see where people are coming from. And so, again, you don't want to get married or not get married because of money. Right. But, <laughs> but there's, there's, again, there's something that you can, if you're getting on the same page and have an understanding, more than anything, have an understanding where, where each other's coming from, it'll make things a lot smoother down the road. And, sure. uh, cause, cause things come up. I mean, there's, there's problems that arise and life happens and you don't want to have, uh, money arguments amongst everything else that happens in your life. <laughs> well, sure. And, uh, you know, as we were talking a little bit about this in the, in the last segment, but Roth conversions and from a couple standpoint, that can really be a, a big boon, can it? It can be. And so let's say you've got a, a married couple and they've saved, uh, you know, a few hundred thousand bucks a piece, let's say five, six hundred thousand dollars. Well, now at, that's all taxable money. And so if we can lay out a plan to get as much of that as we can in an after tax state, non tax state, 
by way of Roth conversion. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna bring that up and do that. It's funny too. The, the one of the biggest uh, debates with uh, people that come in is kids and how and beneficiaries too. If they don't have kids, I've got a lot of couples that don't have kids. That changes the dynamics. Who do you leave your money to? Who do you leave your estate to? And so, because I'm going to talk, I'm going to ask about the legal part. I'm going to talk about legal planning. Have you done that? And then y- it's important to, you know, make sure you, you lay out who you're going to leave your, your, your funds to who, what does that look like? And if you're married and have kids even more so, I mean, so, you know, usually, you know, usually people are on the same page or similar page, but sometimes I have one person say, I'm not leaving the kids anything. And I'm going to spend every last dollar. And then somebody else in the same hustle will say, no, I want to leave the kids as much as I can. So there's different philosophies with that as well. And again, it, it, part of the deal for me is to, to make sure we're, we're trying to do the best of both worlds. And in my planning process, my ultimate goal is to maintain account balances. So when people come in, if we put a, a, a proper strategy together with, with the proper uh, growth and then the proper distribution, it should be that somebody should never deplete their, their money no matter you know how long they live so that that always means that you're going to leave behind um whatever you've saved up likely to you know your kids or beneficiaries well that can get a little tricky too especially with a blended family and there are many of those out there today oh absolutely again that's why i'm bringing up uh, the, the questions all the time blended families very common these days um bloodline protection i ask these these questions all the time to people have you thought about with the legal planning who your beneficiaries are going to be oh yeah i get my kids and I have my grandkids well, all right are you are your kids married? Yep, my kids are married. Are your grandkids younger than eighteen years old? Yep, yep, they're this, they're that, age wise. And I, then I paint a picture. Say, listen, keep in mind, I'm going to tell you a quick story, but it's you know, I'm my intent and your intent is bloodline protection, meaning you want to make sure that whatever you worked your tail off all your life and saved for, you leave to your kids' grandkids. Let's just say in this in a scenario like this. Sure. So grandkids are younger than eighteen years old. Let's just say, and all of a sudden, one of your kids is married and then uh, dies. Well, now, whatever, unless you, let's say you pass oh, away I, at the same time. Oh, I see where you're headed. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, play the movie to the end, I tell people, right? So all of a sudden now, the, uh, the surviving spouse, which is not your child, controls the money that you intend to leave to your grandkids, but that spouse gets remarried, and all of a sudden they die, and your grandkids are still under 18 years old. Who controls the money? Somebody you don't even know. Wow. So- Take that out a couple levels. These are real life things that I encounter all the time, Steve. So those are the conversations that I have with people saying, hey, let's think this through. Let's make sure we put the proper beneficiary designations in place. You don't want to put grandkids that are less than 18 years old as beneficiaries because their guardians or spouse or, or parents, I should say, can control the money anyway. So there's a lot that goes in with the financial aspects of planning that I'm going to bring up and make sure that we've laid this out the correct way. Boy, those are some difficult conversations sometimes too. And and to but I think it is important for you to think that out. I mean, I just was running through the scenario in my head with, you know, I mean, I, I have kids, I have grandkids, but not with my wife. Right? That's that's the point. And yeah. again, if you take a divorce in a situation, all of a sudden somebody passes away, your intents are pure in the beginning, but it could get off track pretty quickly if you don't have the proper legal planning in place and, de- and beneficiary designations and those type of things. Boy, right now that estate planning and, and beneficiaries in particular with, with all of this going on, is are, are people more motivated to talk about that right now? I don't know if people are more motivated. Again, I'm bringing it up in every conversation anyway. Okay. So uh, I'm motivated all the time to talk about this because, again, it's my my duty uh, you know, my fiduciary responsibility to make sure my clients are taken care of in the best possible way. And that encounters some of the legal strategies and planning that, you know, if, if somebody hasn't done, 
even a basic will or the, the financial power of attorney or the, the health care directive, well, God, you, you ought to at least get that done uh, at the very minimum. I and mean, we've got estate planning attorneys that we can set people down with to get some of these things done. If you if you are procrastinating about that kind of stuff, uh, again, I urge you to to not. And then if you don't have your beneficiary designations correctly on your accounts, obviously, if you end up working with us, we're going to make sure that's that's done the right way as well. 800-998-5649. Let's talk briefly about Social Security and couples, because that is, that's a whole different strategy, isn't it? It really is. Uh, there's still some strategies that are available. They've cut out a lot of the uh, strategies that they deem to be uh, aggressive, um, which means that you know couples could do a file and suspend strategy, those type of things. Those went away a couple of years ago. So now there are still some things you can do. Spousal benefits, if you were married more than 10 years and divorced, and now you're at full retirement age, uh, providing your ex-spouse has gone to collect uh, Social Security, you can actually go file for a spousal benefit if you're not remarried uh, and then let yours grow until 70. There's a lot of things that are still available that people sometimes have not heard about. And we've not done seminars now for about six months. We intend to kick them up again here in September. And one of the s- seminars we do is Social Security and income planning and talking about these type of things that we just want to, you know, bring up points that, hey, these are available. If you are in a situation like this, maybe it's something that you could take advantage of or not. Right. And and so I guess the, the takeaway here is communication, communication between the couple and with someone like you. It really is communication and and not to be afraid to pick up the phone and call up and come in for that consultation and and just kick some of these ideas around. If, if it fits you, great. If not, then at least you would have uh, gotten at least some answers to your questions. And let's just do that right now. Let's invite folks to get on the phone and give you a call. Get on the calendar. Have the conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, it is a great opportunity to sit down. I mean, just the things we've been talking about in this last segment. Kevin is there for you. The team at Frisbee and Associates can help translate what wants to be complicated things in the world of finance, the world of retirement, and help make them easier to understand and to put together for you. It's a practical financial review, plus all the extras, and it's a phone call away. 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers are going to receive 
receive that comprehensive financial review. You see where you stand today, but most importantly, you end up with that roadmap, that guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. There's a lot of confusion about annuities. When we come back, we'll tackle some of the most frequently asked questions about this important tool in the retirement toolbox. retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk, run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Celebrity Money Mistakes. The name Rockefeller is synonymous with the oil business and big money. John D. was the country's first billionaire and was considered the wealthiest American of all time and the richest person in modern history. But it didn't start that way. He was born into a large family in upstate New York and he was shaped by his conman father and religious mother. His family moved several times before eventually settling in Cleveland, Ohio, and Rockefeller became assistant bookkeeper at the age of 16 and then went into business partnership with Maurice B. Cook and Company and his brothers at the age of 20. Rockefeller formally founded the Standard Oil Company in 1870, and he ran it until 1897. As kerosene and gasoline grew in importance, Rockefeller's wealth soared as he became the richest person in the country, controlling 90% of the oil in the United States at its peak. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 1911 that Standard Oil must be dismantled for violation of federal antitrust laws. It was broken up into 34 separate entities that included companies that would become ExxonMobil, Chevron, and others. Individual pieces of the company were worth more than the whole, and as shares of these doubled and tripled in value in their early years, Rockefeller became the country's first billionaire with a fortune worth nearly 2% of the national economy. His peak net worth in inflation-adjusted dollars was estimated at $336 billion in 1913. America's first billionaire was one of the reasons for the creation of the estate tax, which now took 70% upon his death. His heir still had a few bucks left, considering his estate was worth $24 billion inflation-adjusted dollars in the depths of the Great Depression. Rockefeller was also quite the philanthropist, as he was giving away millions of dollars over the course of his life, this generosity began with his first job when he was 16, when his diary shows that he donated 6% of his salary then to his church. The giving continued his entire life. He would give primarily to educational and public health causes, but also for basic science and the arts. He had health problems beginning in the 50s. Rockefeller ultimately died of arteriosclerosis on May 23, 1937, less than two months shy of his 98th birthday. Forbes magazine reports that the Rockefellers are still worth an estimated $11 billion today. 
Another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for retirement and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, taking into account all necessary details. And we're back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin, of course, the author of Every Dime Every Day. He's a fiduciary, president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, you mentioned annuities. Boy, that can open up a can of worms, so to speak, Kevin. Yeah, you know, I don't shy away from this because it is a tool in the toolbox that some people need an annuity in their portfolio. Some people don't. And uh, so when people come in, we, we want to be able to have everything available based on what a client is looking for or might need. So there's a lot of confusion, as I said, about annuities. There's a lot of things that uh, if you go uh, Google annuity, a lot of negatives out there. People have conversations that the water cooler, you know, Ken Fisher's on TV saying, I hate annuities and you should too, those type of things. So let's break that down and let's let's examine in, in this segment what an annuity is, what it means to, to have different types of annuities available. And then if it fits, then we can talk about it. And, and play, maybe placing some money in it or, or not. And again, we're not, we, we manage a lot of money. We're not, uh, it's a tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the things that you do as well is a lot of folks have annuities that they've been sold somewhere along the line and, and are pretty much clueless as what they are, how they work, and, and if it's a good or a bad one. And you can help well, that- us understand that. Well, that's the point. They, they've been sold something. You said that right there. They haven't been offered and, and put in place a solution to a potential issue. They've been sold some product by somebody out there uh, that might work for somebody, whatever. Yeah. So when you talk about annuities, there's basically three different types of annuities. And let's break this down sure. as best I can uh, through a microphone. Um, without, and I say that because if people come into the office, I'm going to break this down on a whiteboard just to kind of give an explanation, sure. to give people a better education. So you have uh, the first type of annuity available. It's called a MIGA, multi-year guaranteed annuity. It's a fixed annuity with a fixed interest rate for a period of time, three, five, seven, ten years, and you get a fixed rate, and it's guaranteed for that period of time. At the end of that period of time, you have to turn around and do something else with that money and find a, another rate, fixed rate, something like that. So I use those to compete with a CD at, at the local bank or credit union because an insurance company that puts out a multi-year guaranteed annuity with a fixed rate has a guarantee, and that guarantee is typically better a better rate than uh, most banks and credit unions, just simply the way it is. Sure. So a lot of my clients that are older, meaning 75, 80, 85 years old, like these because Again, they're going to go down to the bank and get a rate, whatever they're going to get at the bank, but they can get a higher rate most times with an insurance company. And if it's the same period of time, why wouldn't they do that? Access to money, it limits you to, uh, you can get your interest every single month or every however you want it, uh, but you can't touch the principal to the end of the term, but you can get your interest without a penalty anytime you want. Oh, wow. So that's a fixed MIGA multi-year guaranteed annuity. Okay. Nothing wrong with those if it fits what you're trying to do. And then, so what else is there? Other options are, let's go to the far side of the table, and you've got what I call variable annuity. Variable annuity means you're, you're in the market. You, you have uh, uh, an investment with an insurance company. Um, the insurance company puts you in sub-accounts. They're like mutual funds. So there's layers of fees that get charged to the clients to manage all of this. The insurance company gets a fee. The, the funds have a fee. There's typically other fees associated, and the fees in total are anywhere from two to four and a half percent per year. 
that to me that doesn't make any sense. You might as well be in a good tactical managed market account like what we can bring to the table versus being a variable annuity, especially if you still got market risk in that. Um, some of these have a um, riders attached to them that you can do different things and bells and whistles that cost additional fees. So I would tell people if you have a variable annuity, <laughs> Steve, I've, I've told you this story before. Uh, I've had people call up and, and come in and say, Kev, I think I have one of those things you didn't like that you talked about <laughs> on a radio show yes. or, or on a TV show. And I'm like, well, yeah, let's talk about it because you've had this. It hasn't performed well because of the fees. I mean, I've seen variable annuities making two, three, maybe 4% a year average. But that's because the client's been paying three to four percent annual fees when when rightfully so. If they're in a market account, they're making seven to eight percent. Wow. So yeah, it's a big difference. And and so if you've got one of these things, you're listening, you haven't uh, seen the growth, um, you, you probably ought to look at doing something differently. I was up in Medway um, just recently a few weeks ago when a, and a, a couple had a, had a bunch of these um, annuities and they were like, well, we've had these a long time. But we haven't seen any growth. And we dug in and called the company and found out what the fees are and all that kind of thing uh, while I was with them and, and said, well, there you go. That's why you you haven't seen the returns, what you expected to see because of all these fees you're being charged. Sure. And you don't see that stuff on your statement. That's the, the, the big pet peeve I have is everything should be fully disclosed and it's not. Um, and again, that's because whoever's selling those aren't fiduciary licensed advisors. And, and worse yet, sometimes they're just insurance only licensed advisors. So you got to be careful of that as well. In the middle, so the third type is kind of a, a marriage between the fixed and the variable where it's called an indexed annuity, and it's part of the fixed side where your principal's guaranteed, but it indexes to the, the market, let's say the SP 500. So you can participate and share in the market gains. The trade-off is you don't get all the market gains, but then the trade-off on the downside is you, got, you don't have any of the market risk. So this could be a platform to say, hey, if you want to look at managing risk in your portfolio, maybe we take a chunk of change and park it here, knowing that you have a guarantee of zero. You can't go backwards, but you can participate in the market gains if the market has good years. So you're going to average five, six, seven percent, let's say, depending on the company, depending on the index you might pick over uh, you know, the course of time in these. The downside in any annuity is limited uh, accessibility, liquidity. So you got to figure this out. How much liquid do you need to keep outside and those type of things? Because you're limited to your access to your money for a period of time. And we can talk through that depending on what people have and what they're trying to do. Are there minimums that you have to put into an annuity? Not necessarily. I mean, there are, but uh, typically 10000 Okay. 15,000, right. 20,000, depending of, on the company. Yeah, so it's, just kind it's of getting an high. idea for a starting point. And then there are the hybrid annuities and, and or you know, hybrid life insurance. I mean, those are things that we've talked about as well, but they fit in this category. Yeah, the hybrid ones I am a big fan of because the one I would uh, talk about, there's, there's only limited amounts of these right now available, but one of my favorites has a long-term care attachment to it. So you can actually go to an index annuity, roll over qualified monies or after-tax money, doesn't matter, but you can do this with retirement monies. Do it as a rollover so there's no tax. And then it has a long-term care component that will double your account value to help pay for long-term care at some point in the future. So again, I don't want to get into numbers and, and the complication of yeah, this yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or the ease it. of this, but if somebody wants to come in and say, hey, you know, I'm concerned about long-term care planning, but maybe they have health conditions and health problems that they can't go get a, a long-term care plan in place, which I'm not a fan of, by the way, the traditional long-term care because of costs and those type of things. But these hybrid annuities and the hybrid long-term uh, life insurance plans actually, um, well, the annuity side anyway, has no health questions. So you can get something potentially depending on how much you put in for a deposit mm -hmm. and, and really grow some money for a long-term care event 
without having to, you know, get asked any healthcare questions at all. Wow. The, the, the hybrid ones on the, on the life insurance side has some health questions. So again, the, I, the whole point in this whole segment, Steve, is to let people know we can do a lot of different things and we're going to have these conversations. And if something is fitting you, meaning you have health conditions, you're concerned about, uh, you know, uh, a long-term care type of event, how much money do you have? Maybe we look at this platform to get you some of that additional coverage without having to cost you any additional money. You know, I was talking with somebody and, and talking about that annuity where you're talking about, you know, the life insurance and the payout on long-term care. And they were baffled. They said, well, where was this, you know, 10 years ago? Well, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. That's the point. So the annuities of yesteryear that, you know, your grandfather's annuity where you would put money with an insurance company and then the insurance company kept any of that money if you died, those are those are basically not available. They're gone out of the market. Mm -hmm. So anything now with any of these insurance companies have beneficiary designations. So you're not turning over your money to an insurance company forever in a day. Whatever's in the account, if you passed away, we'll get paid to your beneficiaries. So it's a win-win on both sides. And the insurance company's making out too. I mean, they 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 shave off some of the market gains. But again, you look at the trade-off. Hey, you know, you could get a long-term care benefit. You can get market protection. You can get all those features with an index annuity and beneficiary designation to leave behind whatever's left in the account to your beneficiaries. So there's, there's a lot of good features. So again, if you if you hear about negatives about annuities, let's dig in and figure out what some of the negatives are, why people are, are having negative about it. But let's figure out what some of the positives are. And then if you want to bring something to the table, we can bring it to the table. If not, we don't have to talk about it either. If someone has an older annuity and they're wondering, is this still good? You could help us there. I mean, you're happy to answer that question. Well, yeah, we have meetings all the time with people that have had annuities for a long time uh -huh. and even annuities for short periods of time. And so let's look at what you have. Let's get a breakdown of that. And if there's something that we can bring to the table that's better, we might do that. And if it's just maybe get out of the annuity to a market account that's, you know, invested in a conservative managed account, we might be able to, you know, help you with that as well. But so if you've got anything like this that we're talking about, come to the table and let's figure this out and, uh, and, and see if we can help put you in a better spot. Well, in fact, why don't we do that right now, Kevin, invite folks to call and, and have a conversation. This is a good one. It is a good one, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. 
hey, folks, this is a great opportunity to sit down and really go through the process and, and make that financial roadmap. Kevin can help put that together for you. Take this complex financial world. I mean, whether it's social security or, or annuities. I mean, obviously that can get a little tricky. Yep. Kevin can help you understand things and, and put it together for you in a way that makes sense. It's a true practical financial review, and it starts by calling 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin talked about, the portfolio MRI, the social security analysis, all of that included, no cost, no obligation. And uh, then when you leave, you're going to have in your hand that roadmap, that guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. We're crafting answers to your questions. Details when we come right back. such a blow to invest in right now it takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and wall street money traps if you're worried unsure or losing sleep about your money do something about it call kevin frisbee at 800-998-5649 again that's 800-998-5649 Celebrity Money Mistakes. Adam Yauch, a.k.a. MCA, or Neanderthal Hornblower, is probably best known as the founding member of the Beastie Boys. He was also a film director and human rights activist. He was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. The Beastie Boys, a hip-hop trio, released their first album on Def Jam Records when Yauch was 22. The Beastie Boys sold 40 million records worldwide by 2010. In April 2012, the group was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yauch was inducted in absentia because of illness. In 2009, he was diagnosed and unsuccessfully treated for a cancerous parotid gland and a lymph node. Yauch died at age 47. In May of 2012, he left behind a wife and daughter. In his last will and testament, the Beastie Boy scribbled a note on his will that prohibited the use of his music in commercials. But handwritten wishes on a will often lead to complications. The phrasing might not actually protect the work. His net worth was estimated at about $75 million at the time of his death. This is just another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for investment and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, including assessing your will, your trust, powers of attorney, and reviewing all beneficiary designations. And we are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Uh, Kevin, of course, uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. Uh, I'm, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, we are just going to continue our conversation. Kevin, you mentioned uh, seminars, and I know that you and Jeff and, and Lance, they're, you, you are people people. <laughs> and you've got to miss being out there. We all miss being out there uh, with the people. But it's coming up uh, soon, Steve. I'm pretty confident we'll be able to start our seminars up. We've got them scheduled starting in September. So looking forward to getting back face to face. We're going to do them safely. If we have big 
attendance request, which we do sometime. We have somewhere's somewhere's upwards of 100 people request wow. to come to the seminars in different locations. So we'll break that up into a couple sessions if we need to in different days. So I'm not... Uh, I'm not opposed to doing any of that. Whatever we can do to stay, you know, keep people at a distance, but also give them a, a, a good amount of information. Sure. And you can stay up to date on all of that by visiting the website. It's frisbee. Frisbeebenefits.com, spelled F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S and N. I'll put a plug. So all of the radio shows are podcast, our back radio shows, a podcast on the website. So if you, you know, miss part of today's show, if you want to go listen to other shows, it's on there. And also all 18 TV shows are uh, posted on the website. So if you want to go watch some of the TV shows we've got, I'm headed down to Charlotte to do my next six TV shows coming up in, in a couple of weeks. So there'll be 24 shows uh, by the end of July posted on the site. But right now there's 18 wow. and you can go watch some of the shows. I'm going to do that. I haven't done that yet. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into some questions here while we still have time. Uh, Jerry writes to us from Thomaston and says, I'm 61 years old, planning to take early retirement because of health issues. My wife is a part-time teacher and our only child is 10. Now we've paid off our home. We paid off our car. We have no loans. We have about 600,000 in retirement accounts, 500,000 in non-retirement accounts. How can I invest this money tactically to generate income? We live frugally and our monthly expenses are around $3,000 per month. Can I retire? Wow. Wow, Jerry. Yeah, uh, thanks for writing in. You got a lot going on here, and a youngster, ten-year-old child, mm. um, started late, but that's okay. I mean, again, we we have conversations with clients uh, all over the place with different differences in ages. If they're married, difference in ages with kids, and all kind of all kinds of things. What you're telling me on the top line here? Can I retire? The answer is yes. Um, in fact, what a great time to be able to retire when your your uh, child's only 10 years old too oh, because yeah. that, I remember those days that was I coached baseball and I did all kinds of fun things I, I kind of miss those days so you actually can set yourself up where you have all of your time um, with uh, you know enjoying this this, this next uh, eight nine years with with your child everything's paid off great good for you I'm a get out of debt guy um, 600,000 retirement accounts and and, and uh, over a million dollars in total a good rule of thumb, and your expenses are low. I mean, you said it yourself, you're frugal. So if you take just your, your retirement account and not count your 500000 in non-retirement non assets, $600,000 in retirement assets, if you're drawing 6% per year, which is $36,000, that's $3,000 per month. And that gets you at your budget without even having to dip anything into your non-retirement account assets. If you do retire... I would probably lay out a plan to start taking the bulk of your income need from your retirement accounts based on taxes. Because again, you can make up to about $115,000 as a married couple and still be in the 12% federal bracket. Wow. So why would you take money from your non-retirement ac accounts and assets when you can pay a lower tax rate from the retirement accounts and get it out as, as much as you can before taxes go up in the future? Sure. Positive stuff here, Jerry. Thanks for writing in. Uh, we definitely can make that work easily. I mean, you've done the heavy lifting. We're just going to help guide you along now. 800-998-5649. There's your first step, Jerry. Let's go to John. John's in uh, Newburgh. Uh, he says, I'm 64 and retired. I have two IRAs. One is precious metals IRA. The other is a traditional IRA. And I'd like to remove a portion from either of these and put it into a Roth. How would I do this for either IRA? Is it the same process for the traditional IRA as the precious metals IRA? And how much can be transferred into a Roth in any given year? Well, a lot going on here. Yeah. Kind of dynamic. Um, I'm getting these questions more uh, lately, Steve, with 
people wanting to buy metals and gold and silver, that type of thing with retirement accounts. And you can do that with a self-directed IRA account. And I'll go to the bottom question for us. How much can be transferred into a Roth IRA in any, any given year? There's no limit. In 2010, Congress passed uh, a law saying that they will not have any limit on whatever anybody wanted to be able to convert to a Roth from a traditional IRA in any given year. And it's not based on income. It's not based on assets, nothing. You can convert all of it if you wanted to. So that's a good thing. The second thing to talk about here is how much do you convert is going to be based on your tax rate and your income tax rate based on your household income. And then how much do we talk about getting you up to that next tax bracket and convert that dollar amount? And it could, and it probably will vary year by year how much you do convert. And then you're talking about pulling a certain amount from the precious metals IRA and do the conversion. And so we can do a conversion from both IRA accounts, including the precious metal IRA account to a Roth anytime. And so again, as long as there's no limit, as long as we do it tax efficiently, um, it, it's a doable thing. So thanks for writing in, John. And uh, yeah, I welcome a call. Um, I definitely, you know, pretty confident we can get this done. 800-998-5649. All right, let's go to Tyler in Cumberland. Uh, Tyler's asking, uh, what advantages do exchange-traded funds have over mutual funds? You kind of dug into that a little bit earlier. Yeah. How much time do we have left here? Because <laughs> I, I could go on and, and, you know, probably a whole show on this. So a couple major things anyway, that uh, I'll tell you the difference between mutual funds and ETFs, exchange traded funds. And by the way, our tactical portfolios use exchange traded funds, not mutual funds. A mutual fund is typically more expensive fee wise to a client than an exchange traded fund. So there's a lot of times there's hidden fees uh, in a mutual fund. There's a 12 B one fee in a mutual fund, which means a mutual fund will charge an existing client a fee to pay for advertising to get new clients. Did you know that? Wow. It's a, that's a 12B1 fee, but that's one of the hidden fees within a mutual fund. And there's a lot of things that go into digging out what those fees are. We, we do what we call a portfolio x-ray when people come in. It's a Morningstar software report that we can do on people's current investments to find out what they have for hidden fees. And we'll do a breakdown of that. So fees are the big difference between ETFs and mutual funds. Uh, and liquidity. I mean, if, if somebody sold, because we believe in a tactical nature, if the market changed on a dime, we need to be able to move and pivot if we need to get our clients in or out of a particular investment. A mutual fund, if a client puts a sell order in a mutual fund, it executes at the end of close of business, 4 p.m. Eastern time on that day. And if it's after 4 p.m., it's at the end of close of business, the next business day. And so it's not liquid like an ETF. An ETF trades like a stock. If you sell out, you're out. If you want to buy in, you're in. And you don't have to wait any period of time to, to do that. So those are the two major differences between mm -hmm. mutual funds and ETFs. And there's, there's several others that I could lay out a good argument out to why people should be looking more at ETFs and individual stocks versus mutual funds. One of the things that I've found about ETFs is, is there's so one, there's just so many of them and there's so much, I mean, you can be really focused on a particular area. If you've got some passion about something, whether it's, you know, oil exploration or, or, you know, airlines, whatever it might be, you could find an oh, ETF. Oh yeah. There's, there, there's a lot of ETFs out there. And, and again, they there's an exodus away from mutual funds that, that when people get more education about different types of investments, the popularity of ETFs has grown dramatically, dramatically every year because people are understanding the, the huge differences between mutual funds and ETFs. Sure. So I would tell you, you know, an ETF portfolio is absolutely the way to go. You've got the diversification. You can put in some money into something you have, uh, you know, something you have an interest in. 
Um, you can add that to the portfolio. If you want a gold ETF, again, I, I have people ask me all the time, what about buying gold and, and precious metals? Well, you know, if, if you're not going to take receipt of that, you're probably better off in a gold ETF and you're going to have growth based on the gold prices increasing, those type of things. So there's a lot of things that ETFs can bring to the table that mutual funds just cannot do. Sure. Uh, all right. We got time for one more quick one. Uh, let's go to Carl in Westbrook. He says, I'm four years away from retirement and I already have enough income for retirement. I have a lot of money in my checking account. The question then is, is there a certain balance I should keep in a checking account when my retirement accounts are all set? <laughs> I chuckle because I have people ask me all the time, how much should I keep in a savings account, an emergency account? And I, I'm laughing because everybody's got their own comfort level. I have some clients come in and say, I got $5,000 on my check and savings accounts and, and I'm good with that. And I got some people come in and say, I got $200,000 in my savings account and I'm, I'm good with that. I don't want to let it get below that. So it, it's a total personal choice, uh, Carl. So I, I can't answer that. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's your personal, uh, personal comfort level. I will tell you, I'm a fan of, and Dave Ramsey talks about a three-month emergency account. I really think people should have a minimum of three months of saved up money and try to push that to six months or even a year. And then if that sounds like too much, again, it's a comfort level. That would be me. If I'm coming up to retirement, I want to have at least six months, maybe a year of just savings that I can dip into quickly if I needed to get quickly. On the tactical managed portfolios that we do, if people have money in the market, whether retirement money or after-tax money, doesn't matter, you can get that money out, out of your account with us in two business days. So it's not locked up. So when you look at an account availability like that and a balance, maybe that might sway you to not have as much tucked in a no-interest savings account and maybe try to put some of that money to work. Huh, I like that idea, too. And again, you can give us a call, 800-998-5649. In fact, uh, why don't we uh, open up the lines one last time today, Kevin? Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is, your chance to, well, come on in, sit down, put a financial roadmap together. Maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Now would be a great time to have that conversation as well. Give Kevin a call, 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that just shows you where you stand today, of course, but most importantly, you get that roadmap that we talk about, the guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Uh, Kevin, as always, a fast-paced show, but always great information. A lot of great info. I love the questions every single week, Steve. And again, we'll put the uh, the seminars up and coming dates uh, out there when, when the time comes, when we get closer. And you can go to frisbeebenefits.com, look at the uh, TV shows or catch the radio shows. And if you get a call from 
uh, from us. If you call up the show, you're gonna we're gonna respond within an hour of the show ending. So pick up the phone. We'd love to have the conversation with you. That sounds great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go do it again next week. New topics, new questions, that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.